0: CEO is we're knowing all the different aspects of business and managing them at a high level with strategy.
1: Are you ready to hear business stories and learn effective ways to build relationships, generate sales, and level up your business from awesome CEOs, entrepreneurs, and founders without listening to a long, long, long interview? If so, You've come to the right place. Gresh values your time and is ready to share with you the valuable info you're in search of. This is the IMCEO Podcast.
2: Hello, hello, hello. This is Gresh from the IMCEO Podcast, and I have a very special guest on the show today. I have Natalie Setteray. Natalie, it's awesome to have you on the show. So glad to be here.
0: Thanks for having me.
2: Definitely excited to have you on. And before we jumped in, I want to read a little bit more about Natalie so you can hear about all the awesome things that she's doing. And Natalie is an award-winning makeup artist, author of the internationally recognized book, Be Your Own Makeup Artist, and a business educator. She's passionate about helping people find their confidence, whether she's teaching them how to apply makeup or run their their small business in a saturated market. Natalie is a former military officer and holds a master's degree in international relations. Natalie, are you ready to speak to the IMCO community?
0: Yes, I am.
2: Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, to kind of kick everything off, I-, I wanted to rewind the clock a little bit, hear a little bit more on how you got started. Could you k- take us through what I call your CEO story? Well, let you get started with all the awesome work you're doing.
0: Yeah, I mean, basically, I kind of was doing the whole check the boxes, go to college, do all that stuff. And I wound up in the military because they paid for my college. And I had a promise from my parents that they'd give me a car if I got a scholarship, not really knowing that the <laughs> military was... Anyways, did the military, grew some thick skin, learned all about grit, and then left the military was just no longer fit and went to grad school because I thought that was the next tick on the box that you do. And well, that wasn't really what I wanted to do. There wasn't, you know, there wasn't enough flexibility in my personal life and also my professional life and with my husband as well, we wanted to stay together. And so I dabbled into entrepreneurship, had a couple, I had this, um, the business that I have today, and I actually started a a trade and consulting business, an international strategy, and that kind of failed. Nobody cared about the academic and career that I had. They wanted me to do their makeup. And so I just was like, well, hey, I love doing makeup. I didn't know I could have just skipped all the other stuff, (laughs) although (laughs) the other stuff is really what afforded me the discipline and the resilience to to run a business and, and to scale it. So now I'm here and I am actually teaching people how to wear makeup because I found that there was a really big gap in the market. Lots of people selling makeup. You have lots of people applying makeup. But, you know, there's a lot of people who just want to learn. Men, women, the trans community, the marginalized communities, they have never really been taught and they've been underserved. So this is where my passion really is. And that's why I wrote my book and kind of where I'm at today.
2: Nice. I, I, I definitely appreciate that. And I love, you know, in true entrepreneurial form, you find that gap. In, and I heard you you say that word grit, which I, I think that um, I've read and I've heard so many people saying that that's a true indicator, you know, of success, if you're able to kind of tap into that. And I, I love how you mentioned that, those things contributed to the success that you have today is because you've been able to kind of learn those lessons, um, and it sounds like it's contributed to what you're doing now.
0: For sure, for sure. Nice. Military is good for that.
2: <laughs> yeah, absolutely.
0: <laughs> you can buy it now. You can just go do the those. Um warrior challenges or do those obstacle races. You could go buy your grit and train for it. You don't
2: have to go through the military. Okay. (laughs) There's an alternative to that. Well, thank you for your service and thank you for doing that anyways. Um, And and I I appreciate, uh, you know, hearing, you know, how you've been able to kind of leverage that into your business and all the awesome things that you're doing. So I wanted to drill down a little bit deeper. I know you touched on it a little bit. Can you take us through like how you work with your clients? And I want to hear more about your podcast and all the awesome stuff that you're doing there as well.
0: Yeah, I mean, so with my clients, one of the things that I have really prided, I'm very proud of um, (laughs) since day one was keeping my copy um, very inclusive and very accessible. And I I was feeling really weird, especially, I guess, probably coming from the military where you, you have to be very careful and make sure that you're sensitive. You never know what people are going through or how they felt. And so when I started my business, I was very intentional about not saying "ladies" or assuming, um, you know, the gender, or the race, or the um, beliefs of anybody on the other side. And that actually, doing that from day one, allowed me to grow authentically and, and scale into my book, which is been uh, so well received in the in the whole community um because it is inclusive any age can read it any gender can read it any and i say that a lot because there's really a void of this you know it, the marketing is always to very we, you're nodding <laughs> yeah. if you're listening you're nodding you know what i mean <laughs> There's marketing to a very specific demographic and a lot of people are left out of that picture. And I just felt this was not fair and this isn't right. And in the pro-artist community, this doesn't really exist. You know, pro-makeup artists, we are prepared all the time to serve every single person. But for some reason in the consumer market, this just, it it doesn't sell. And so that's kind of where I saw the, the, I don't know if you know the blue ocean and the red ocean. Mm -hmm. I kind of found my my niche there and realizing, yeah, I really love showing people how to hold a brush. You know, I don't know how many men have come to me and been like, Hey, can you, can you help me with concealer? <laughs> I mm-hmm. like, "Yes, I can. And it's, it's not weird. You're not, you know, your masculinity is still solid. Yeah, exactly. You don't have to worry about that, but yeah. So I don't know if that answered your question,
2: but it, it definitely did. No, I, I appreciate you for for sharing that. I appreciate you for doing that even more because I think so many times Um And I think even probably this past year, some people have felt um, a lot more kind of, I guess, you feel lonely, I think, during certain times. And I think when you are trying to figure out, you know, whether it's makeup or any other aspect of, of your life, and you feel like everything doesn't fit or you don't fit in. You feel like you don't belong. You feel like it doesn't speak to you. Um, that's why I love that inclusivity, inclusivity piece that you spoke to, you know, so well of and how you incorporated that into your business because I think that's all of what we're all trying to do is have that human connection and, and that relationship and to build that. And I think that when you feel like you're alone so many times that's you know not to the good of society and the good of the world. So I appreciate you for doing that and how that's manifested itself in, the, in your business and your book and your podcast and everything.
0: Yeah, I mean, it's it. I'm glad to see now. Um, I'm glad to see more inclusivity now and kindness. And and I'm glad though that I was I was kind of on it before. You know, it wasn't a reaction. I was yeah. very proactive and intentional. I think for business owners, um, when they work from when they're passion led, you know, with the entrepreneurial drive. When when you stick to your morals and you stick to your values as a human. And you grow something around that, you're going to have success and it's always going to feel right, you know, but it's really hard to reverse. It's really hard when you make that mistake to be like, oh yeah, we make mistakes, but it's hard if you go against your core to reach X, Y, Z, you know? So that's really the core of my business and making people feel beautiful and confident and loved so much more than makeup.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it goes so much deeper than that. And and I love how, you you know, you talked about that, that blue ocean strategy as well, too, because I think so many times, I often say if you run your own race, you can never lose. And I think that's almost where a lot of these blue ocean ideas and the, and the implementation of them come from is because so many times, everybody's, or so many people, I should say, are trying to be what everybody else is trying to be or build what everybody else is trying to build. But that's where if you are intentional, if you're in alignment and you build and see that there's a gap and you stay true to who you are, that's where a lot of those opportunities sometimes come from.
0: Absolutely, absolutely. Absolutely.
2: Awesome. So I wanted to um, drill a little bit deeper and hear about what I call your secret sauce. So this could be for yourself or your business or a combination of both. But what do you feel kind of sets you apart and makes you unique?
0: You know, I'm really intuitive. And I, I think I've always been like that since a kid. And I guess I'm also very empathetic. I was never the popular kid. I was always made fun of and never, I mean, never fit in. I, you know like so many and I always knew what it was like to be on the other side I always knew what it was like to be you know not picked first or picked last And when I have clients come to me a lot of times they come to me because they don't know how to do their makeup and, and they're they're insecure for something right this, this something that they have, I used quotes here, they have, they have, they think that there's something wrong with them, a scar or birthmark, maybe pigmentation, um, abuse. You know, I've had clients that had um, abusive past and childhood and so, I mean, I'm not a therapist, but I think that because I'm really able to just in those moments when I'm with a client, understand and really say no, you look at, I may, you know, i kind of make them look at themselves. I'm like, look, he, Sometimes I have, what's this is kind of a general, sometimes I'll have like an Asian client, right. And they'll come to me and say, they want this eye makeup that would be more for a Western eye, you know? And I, I'm like, I can do that, but look at your cheekbones, right? Look at your jawline. I mean, why can't we work? Like, this is beautiful. Like this is, and you know, sometimes people don't get it. They don't ever have anybody tell them what is beautiful about themselves. You know, you're just like, you go your whole life and you never looked. At it. So I think that that's my secret sauce is that I'm, I'm good at tapping into the energy of my clients and in a genuine way.
2: I wanted to switch gears a little bit and I wanted to ask you for what I call a CEO hack. So this could be like an app, a book or a habit that you have, but what's something that makes you more effective and efficient?
0: I don't, I don't know if it's a hack, but I do think that I'm impatient. And if I wanna do something, I just do it. And I figure it out like on the fly, I, I'll DIY it, right? And it might, it might not be so good, but I'll do it and I'll learn a lot from it. And then I, can, then I can outsource it if I need it. But I'm always like, if I have an idea, I always write them down. I have books of ideas. And I, I believe in the power of writing things down. Even if you even if you think it's silly, you write it down. It's crazy when you look back at your notes. The things that you write down, you end up normally doing, you know, um, even if they're not goals, even they're just ideas.
2: And So um, I wanted to ask you now my absolute, one of my favorite questions, which is the CEO nugget. So that could be like a word of wisdom or piece of advice, or it might be something if you were to hop into a time machine, you would tell your younger business self.
0: So... Funny you should say that. I haven't actually admitted this publicly to anyone. It's nothing that crazy, but I do believe in the word of the year. Um, I do really believe in that. And I kind of thought it was kooky at first. You know, there's so many cliche words, but my word this year was unapologetic. Mm -hmm. And I'm not going to be sorry or I'm not going to feel bad for who I am because I know who I am to the core with my, per- I'm not perfect in any way, but I know the core is okay. Like I know, you know, I'm, I know I'm a good human. I have a good family that raised me. And so, so all of the other little things I don't need to worry about.
2: I wanted to ask you now my absolute favorite question, which is the definition of what it means to be a CEO. And we're hoping our have different quote unquote CEOs on the show. So Natalie, what does being a CEO mean to you?
0: CEO is where knowing all the different aspects of business and managing them at a high level with strategy.
2: Truly appreciate that definition, Natalie. And I appreciate your time even more. What I wanted to do is just pass you the mic, so to speak, just to see if there's anything additional you can let our readers and listeners know. And of course, how best they can get hold of you, get a copy of the book and subscribe to the podcast and find out about all the awesome things that you're working on. Oh, you're so
0: nice. You're so kind. Um, Yeah. I mean, I am, I'm, I believe in in doing what you are called to do and sometimes you won't know what that is. And you know, I I didn't know I was a makeup artist. It wasn't until after I graduated from grad school that my girlfriends were like, "Hey, why don't you just do makeup artistry for like brides on the side? You love doing makeup. You always have done it for everyone." As I was in the military, I can't, no, yeah, you can, you don't need to fit into a little perfect box. Like you can be, you know, a sh- pastry chef and a bodybuilder or like a military officer and makeup. I mean, you could be, there's no, and so I think I, I think I w- my advice would be to quit worrying about what people think and to just do it and try it. And it could fail. Like I, I didn't talk about my failed business, but I, I had a failed business. And I really thought that one was gonna be the key to, to my success and it wasn't. And I would have never known that had I not done it. And who knows, maybe down the road that will, that avenue will open up. But one thing I see a lot of is people just giving up before they even try. So don't give up, just keep, try find find your niche and it could take a while I, i'm not gonna lie it doesn't just happen overnight you know sometimes it just you dig deep and you have to do everything and um, before you find the niche but i'm a rambler so i'm gonna stop you can <laughs> find me um on instagram at natalie setare facebook under the same clubhouse All, i think i'm natalie setare everywhere except on youtube i'm Ceture Beauty. And my book is Be Your Own Makeup Artist and podcast is under the same name. You can get the book at, you know, Amazon, Target, Walmart, all the big retailers. And it's also available in German if you randomly, just fun fact. So it is circulating shelves here in Germany. So thanks so much for having me.
2: Definitely appreciate having you on too. That's definitely exciting to be everywhere international. Uh, we will have the links and information in the show notes to make it even easier for everybody to get a hold of you. But I love that final piece that you kind of left us with. I think it's something that uh, we need to kind of remind ourselves of on a regular basis is to take that imperfect action, so to speak. And it doesn't necessarily happen overnight. It doesn't always turn into a success. But I think the, the worst pain is sometimes I think not in failing, but in not trying at all. Um, so I appreciate you for reminding us of that and and, and and tapping into that yourself as well, too. And I hope you have a phenomenal rest of the day. Thank you for listening
1: to the IMCEO podcast, powered by CB Nation and Blue 16 Media. Tune in next time and visit us at imceo.co. IMCEO is not just a phrase, it's a community. Don't forget to schedule your complimentary digital marketing consultation at blue16media.com.